What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of 101 Sports and Cards. As always, I'm Nathan Holloway. With me, Jared Drush. What's up? So we're going to start out in the NFL, where the Bills dominated the defending champion Rams on Thursday night, 31-10. Are the Rams in trouble? No. I mean, that's the best team in the league they're playing against. Yes. They just got outclassed. The, I mean, the, the defense is haunting bad, though. The Rams' offensive line was terrible. Matthew Stafford looked terrible. I think the injury to his elbows are going to hurt him. Uh, they were beat up. They did not get Allen Robinson involved at all. I think he had one catch in the game. Uh, Cooper Cup still looked amazing. Uh, but for the Bills, they showed they're the best team in the league. The only downfall that I have about the Bills, which has been talked about a lot, Josh Allen takes too many hits. Yeah. And I could honestly see a lot of people on ESPN, I know one of my favorite guys on ESPN, Mike Greenberg, was comparing him to possibly Cam Newton on taking hits. And if he continues to do this, he's going to end up like Cam Newton, out of the league. Because eventually... Injury's going to fall. Yeah. And somebody's not going to be scared of Josh Allen. I mean, you saw Josh Allen just stiff on the crap out of that one dude. But eventually, he's going to go up against a linebacker or somebody that's the same size as he is. And destroy him. And he's going to get hit stick. And, yeah. But, I mean, Josh Allen is a big dude as he's 6'6", 220. Something like that. The Saints completed a 16-point fourth-quarter comeback against none other than the Falcons. Of course, the Falcons just love blowing two possession leads. <clears throat> and Michael Thomas had two touchdowns in the game, so Michael Thomas is back officially. The Bears upset the 49ers 19-10. Justin Fields outplayed Trey Lance. Uh, I'm not worried about the 49ers, though. Uh, they're starting running back Elijah Mitchell got hurt. He's out two months with a sprained uh, MCL. But the the field conditions were terrible. I mean, it was a complete downpour in Chicago. So I'm not worried about it. The Steelers take down the Bengals in overtime. Evan McPherson missed a field goal in overtime to win the game. He also had a blocked extra point after they scored with no time remaining after Joe Burrow hit Jamar Chase for a touchdown. Joe Burrow, on the other hand, Looked four like picks, one fumble. He was sacked seven times. This was something I w- thought I wouldn't be talking about this year with the Bengals since they spent a crap ton of money on their offensive line. But clearly, it has not helped. So is this a problem for Cincinnati? Yeah. They can't protect the QB. And that means you don't have any time to set and throw. Also, Burrow, he's had injury history in the past. He just came off soldier too. Uh, on the other side of the ball, T.J. Watt out six weeks with a torn peg for the Steelers. Luckily, he does not have to have surgery on it, so he will not miss the rest of the year. The Dolphins dominated the Patriots. The Patriots haven't won in Miami in like four straight years. Uh, it showed that the Dolphins are going to be a team to beat. And the AFC, Tyreek Hill had a good game. Tua had a good game. Their defense played very well, holding New England to only seven points. Of course, Mac Jones got hurt at the end with a back problem, but he should be completely fine. Baker came up short as the Browns ended up beating the Panthers on rookie kicker Nick York's 58-yard field goal. Nick York, that's a baseball player. Yes. (laughs) The AFC South was a complete disappointment this week. The Jaguars lost. The Titans lost to the Giants after they missed the game-winning field goal. So you'd think that at least one team would have got a win since two teams played each other. No, they tied. 20-20, 20-20, to 20, Colts and Texans, after Rodrigo Blankenship missed, like, two field goals in overtime. He also got cut yesterday, so <laughs> goodbye to the GOAT, Rodrigo Blankenship. But the Colts disappointed me a lot. Jonathan Taylor had a good game. Michael Pittman went off, but how do you allow the Texans to tie you in this game? Also, the Texans disappointed me. They had the ball at, like, the 50-yard line with, like, 30 seconds left in the game. 
and they didn't even go for it on fourth down. Instead, they decided to punt it and just take the tie. Patrick Mahomes shows why no Tyreek, no problem, as he goes for 360 yards, five touchdowns against the Cardinals, who looked like complete trash. The Buccaneers down the Cowboys. Dak is out six to eight weeks after thumb surgery. Although, owner Jerry Jones says it's only going to be four weeks. Jerry, I'm sorry to tell you, but it's going to be more than that. Dallas, your season's over. Unless Cooper Rush can... Hey, according to Skip Bayless, Cooper Rush is just as good, if not better, than Dak Prescott. So, But Skip Bayless is also stupid. The Seahawks spoiled Russ's return. Didn't help that the Broncos had... A fumble on the one-yard line by Javante Williams, and then another one by Melvin Gordon. And then, when it was fourth and five with about a minute left, they decided to run the clock down from the from the uh, Seahawks 45, 46, 46. And instead, attempt a 64-yard field goal with 20 seconds remaining. When your quarterback is getting paid $425 million, you go for it on fourth down. You don't leave it to Brandon McManus to kick a 64-yard field goal, which he has not hit from over 50 yards outside of an indoor stadium or mile high, where it's very easy to kick, in like eight years. So clearly Nathaniel Hackett was not, I mean, his first game as a head coach, he's going to look back on that one. Although he apologized today, said that they should have went for it, but their uh, their strategy was to get it to the 46 so that they could kick a 64-yard field. Makes sense. Your Minnesota Vikings destroyed Green Bay 23-7. Uh, it, it wasn't that close. It really wasn't. Justin Jefferson had 184 yards and two touchdowns because clearly nobody knew that he was on the field. And let's just not cover him. I mean, he that his second touchdown catch, he turned around and was and surprised by nobody on him. It was embarrassing. I'm not even going to ask the question of the Packers in trouble because they are in trouble. Uh, I'm going to go first on this one. Green Bay, you freaking suck. I'm a Packers fan. Aaron Rodgers looked terrible. His receivers were god-awful. Aaron, this is your fault. You screwed around in the offseason. That allowed Devontae Adams to leave. And guess what Devontae did? He had 141 yards and a touchdown for the Raiders, which was more receiving yards and more touchdowns than the whole receiving core of the Packers combined. Of course, this game could have changed if on the first play of the game for Green Bay, Christian Watson beat Patrick Peterson on a go route, would have had a 75-yard touchdown, hit him right in the hands, and dropped the ball. Green Bay, you're in trouble. And it's Jordan Love time. It's Jordan Love time because Jordan Love came into the fourth quarter, went four for five, and had 65 yards passing. I wonder how many Aaron Rodgers had in three quarters? 195 and a pick. Maybe this is why you should play your starters in preseason, especially when you have a bunch of young young guys who are going to be catching the ball. So instead of going and doing your little whatever the heck you're doing off the field, Aaron, Maybe you should be working with your receivers so that you don't have this happen again. And if you, we, it, I swear, if we lose next week to the Bears, if we lose next week to the Bears, I will not be a happy camper on this podcast next week. So, Green Bay, you have a problem? Jordan Love time. That's all I got to say. Chargers outlast the Raiders. Derek Carter threw three picks. Devontae did have 141 yards and a touchdown. Khalil Mack for the Chargers in his LA debut had three sacks. Uh, the Chargers, they looked like the second-best team in the AFC behind the Bills. Um, 
Defense played very well. Uh, they need Austin Eckler to get going, and a terrible blow for them. Keenan Allen is out this week against the Chiefs with a strained hamstring. Of course, the Chargers and Chiefs kick off week two tomorrow night, Thursday night football. It's going to be the best game of the weekend, as there's not very many good games this weekend. Good matchups that I saw. I mean, every game, I mean, week one was unbelievable. I mean, you had the missed kicks in quite a few games, you had a lot of upsets. You had a lot of guys that you thought were going to play good and didn't. So, Chargers Chiefs, who wins tomorrow? I'm going to go with the Chiefs because Patrick's on one right now. He's fired up, Zoan, saying, you know, he does can't play without what's his nuts. Tyreek Hill. Yeah. And uh, Justin losing Keenan's a pretty big blow. I'm going to go Chargers. I know it's an arrowhead. I know the Chiefs played very well last week. The Chargers' defense is better than the Chiefs' defense. I don't think the Chiefs' defense can stop uh, the Chargers' offense. I know Keenan Allen's a big blow, but he missed the whole second half last week. It showed, as the Raiders almost came back and won. But for practice this week, they're going to integrate Mike Williams, who had a terrible week one. Uh, They also have Josh Palmer, who can step up as their second guy. Gerald Everett caught a touchdown week one. Uh, Their new tight end, their their rookie fullback, caught a touchdown week one. He looked pretty good. They need Austin Eckler to step it up. He had a very unforgettable week one. As Thank you, Austin, for screwing my fantasy team. The other team sucked. Shut up. All of them did. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with the Chargers right now. I think that if they go in and they beat the Chiefs Thursday night football primetime game in Arrowhead, you can say that the Chargers are going to win this division. Another game, the Buccaneers and the Saints. Tampa has not been good against the Saints. Since Tom's been there, I have the Saints winning this game. Who do you have? I mean, I'm going to go with the Saints, too. Dolphins and Ravens. I'm going Dolphins. I'm going to go Ravens. Ravens are at home. Hopefully, they don't have any more injuries because two more guys went down last week. There's two games Monday night. This is the uh, Titans and Bills. That's going to be the Bills by miles. Uh, the other game, Vikings and Eagles. I'm going Vikings. I'm also going to go with the Vikings. The Eagles... They looked impressive week one, but they also almost lost to the Lions because they could not stop the ground game. It was over 180 rushing yards between DeAndre Swift and the backup Jamal Williams in that game, and they also counted for like three touchdowns. And, of course, the Vikings have a pretty good running back yeah. in Dalvin Cook. Moving on to the association. We did not talk about this last week. Donovan Mitchell was straight to the Cavs. They gave up uh, Laurie Markin and Ochai Obaji, the rookie, Colin Sexton and three first-round picks. Do you like this for Cleveland? No. You give up way too much. Donovan Mitchell is a mid-player at the least. Donovan's not that good. The only reason he was good with the Jazz is because he was the only one that had the ball. Rudy Gobert. Rudy sucks. Donovan's not that good. I'm, Colin Sexton is better than Donovan Mitchell, in my opinion. He's got a better f- ceiling. Yeah, people probably don't like him, but he can play. I like Ochi, Abaji. I like him since college, but I don't think he's going to be an all-star. I think he'll be a good one. And three first-round picks, not for him. I love this for the Cavs. They're the second-best team behind the Celtics now in the Eastern Conference. You add him to the mix, all they need is a good small forward. Hopefully Isaac Okoro can start playing well. They were able to give him without giving up any starters because Sexton wasn't going to play because he wasn't going to re-sign. Laurie Markkinen was terrible last year. Ochai Abaji, I'm not high on him. He was he was solid in college. He wasn't the best player on his team in college. 
I'm not very high on him. And only three first-round picks for Donovan Mitchell, who is a great player. Like You can say he's a bad player. He's a great player. He is going to lead this Cavs team to the Eastern Conference Finals and possibly, possibly to the NBA Finals. Stephen Curry was interviewed for Rolling Stone magazine, and he said the Warriors are interested in trading for Kevin Durant when the Durant stuff was going on. Uh, does that surprise you? No. It does surprise me because a lot of the players did not like Kevin Durant being there, including Draymond Green. But does Draymond Green like anybody? No. And by the way, basketball is back in 34 days. Already? Yes. 34 days away from opening day. Also, I'd like to say congrats to the Hall of Fame class of 2022. I watched the enshrinement ceremony uh, Saturday. Of course, the biggest name was Manu Ginobili. It's great seeing him going in. And of course... Uh, George Carl got in, uh, like three WNBA players and coaches. Um, it, it, it was just a great Hall of Fame thing. I hated that Manu was last because I ended up having to watch all of it because I wanted to watch Manu's speech, which was very good. Great speech. Of course, next year's class could be Dwayne Wade, Dirk, and Tony Parker. Pretty good class. We're going to baseball. Aaron Judge blasted 56th and 57th home run of the year last night. In a Yankees win, he now has 20 more home runs than second place, Kyle Schwarber. He's going to break the yeah. AL record. Trout has homered in seven straight games. Surprising, surprisingly, he hasn't got... He didn't homer yesterday? Nope. Good. What, did he hurt his back? No, he just didn't have a home run. The Dodgers clinched the NL West. <laughs> That's surprising. You said the Giants last night on PlayStation. Shut up. <laughs> Uh, the Dodgers are the best team in baseball, and it's not even close. The Braves are a half game back of the Mets after the Mets lost to the Cubs yesterday. And the Yankees AL East lead is down to six games over the uh, Blue Jays. The Rays are six and a half games back. Also, the Phillies have the third best record since their uh, interim manager came in, and they would end the second longest playoff drought in baseball, and the Mariners would end the longest playoff drought in baseball. As of today. But there's still like a week and a half, two weeks left. The Phillies are getting in. The they're, Yeah. Their only competition is the Brewers. Yeah. And, and the suck. Brewers are terrible. Yeah. The NL sucks. Besides the Dodgers and Braves. I'm counting out the Mets. I mean, the, the terrible. I'm counting out the Braves. Why? Because I don't think they're that good. They're too young whenever it comes to the playoffs. You're going to tell me that the Braves are going to go into L.A. Yeah. And beat. No. They did it last year, did they? Yeah. And it's the same team, it. basically, besides Michael Hales and Von Grisham. They're not doing They'll get Ozzy back. Dansby's been ugly on the best short stops in the game. Austin Riley's been quiet the last two weeks. Yeah, he'll come back. It's the Dodgers. The Dodgers are the only good team in the end. We'll see. Moving on to the WNBA. The Aces took a 2-0 series lead over the Sun last night, and they can win the series tomorrow. Yeah! Woo! Go Aces. I will definitely be watching them. I will not be watching that game. Actually, I will because football is on Amazon Prime, and I don't have Amazon Prime. Oh, so you can't watch the Vikings game tomorrow? Vikings game's Monday, you idiot. Oh, what's tomorrow? Chargers Chiefs. Oh, I don't care. I ain't going to watch it. Two teams I don't like. I just want to watch a football game since I was unable to Sunday because I was stuck at work. I watched about 10 minutes of football, and I was like, this is boring. Yeah, you're boring. But yeah, you can sit and watch a baseball game, the most boring sport there is to watch. Yeah, because it interests me. Football doesn't interest me. 
On to college football, Alabama outlasts Texas 20-19 in a game they should have lost. They ended up having to uh, just think the last two times Texas has lost Alabama, the only two times Texas lost Alabama, was because Alabama injured quarterback Colt McCoy. And now they injured quarterback Quinn Ewers, and they still almost lost. And they were celebrating after the game, doing the horns down and everything. Why? You had to injure their starting quarterback, and you still almost lost to the backup. To a team that's not even ranked. They're ranked now. What, like 25th? No. 21st. Wisconsin... Lost to Washington State. They dropped out of the top 25. I watched the end of this game. It was, it was embarrassing. Hold on to the damn football. Why don't you go out there and play? He fumbled it on the, when we were making a drive. My God, I might be able to play for Wisconsin. They're freaking dog crap. Can I tackle you with a football and see fumble it? No. <laughs> Number eight, Notre Dame, was upset by Marshall. Jeez. Their new head coach has lost three straight games. First... Coach ever in Notre Dame history to lose their first three games as head coach. Appalachian State was a huge upset over Texas A&M. Texas Tech took down number 25 Houston in double overtime. You were right, Tennessee took down Pitt in overtime. Kentucky took down Florida. Go Cats. And BYU outlasted number nine Baylor in double overtime. So the new rankings, number one is Georgia. Number two, Alabama. Three, Ohio State. Four, Michigan and five. Clemson, do you agree with the top five? I don't think Alabama should be two anymore. They were number one. If you almost lose to Texas. Texas is good. Texas should have been ranked going into the season. I like the rankings. Clemson shouldn't be five, though. They should be further down because they're not good. DJ Uyongalola is not good. Kentucky moved up 11 spots. They're the highest mover to number nine after a win over Florida. This week, we have two top 25 matchups. Number 12, BYU, and number 25, Oregon. Who wins? BYU. BYU. Oregon's not good. Basically, because of Bo Picks. Number 13, Miami versus number 24, Texas A&M. Texas A&M coming off a huge upset loss. Who wins? I'm going to Texas A&M. I'm also going to go with Texas A&M. I hate it when we agree. NASCAR Bubba Wallace has got his second career win with a win at Kansas after he took over the lead from Denny Hamlin. Uh, Christopher Bell is the only driver locked into the next round as they head to Bristol this weekend. The only person that has to win to move on is Kevin Harvick as he got taken out last week. Who did it? Uh, Chastain? It was Chastain and somebody else. Chastain moved up. Harvick went to the outside and both cars just hit him. And then I don't even know like what happened because his car, like as soon as it hit him, like they barely touched him and his car just went dead right into the wall. Probably popped this left front. They don't do that anymore. Could have broke something in the front end. Could have broken an axle or something. Like barely hitting him. These NASCARs are fragile. When you go in 160, you can't touch. The Bristol is this weekend. Who wins? Bristol. I'm going Kevin Harvick. I picked him to win the championship. He has to win. This is one of his best tracks. Um, trying to think he's good at short tracks. Going Denny. Even though he's not, I'm going Denny. Finished second in two straight races. A guy that I would watch at Bristol this weekend, Kyle Busch, since he was great there. He is moving to Richard Childress Racing to drive the eight car next year. Tyler Reddick will be staying as they will be buying a third charter. So with that news, who takes over the 18 car for Joe Gibbs Racing? It's not even a question. It's Ty Gibbs. Yeah. Do you like the move for Kyle, though? Yeah. I mean, I think this team is going to be one of the best teams because of Kyle and Reddick. Uh, Austin Dillon sucks. 
and he's only in because his granddaddy loves him. Also with this, Kyle Busch has been open to running the Indy 500 for many years, but Joe Gibbs would not allow him to do it under contract. The first thing Richard Childress said was that he could run it in a Chevy-supported team. I mean, they do have Indy cars, so. Richard Childress does not have Indy cars. They did. That's Chip Ganassi. Yeah, Alex Palau won the Grand Prix at Monterey, finally, and Will Power won his second championship. Alex Palou is staying at Chip Ganassi Racing next year after a lot of speculation about moving to F1, but he will be testing McLaren F1 cars throughout the year. So we could possibly see Alex Palou moving to F1 after next season. Max Verstappen won the Italian Grand Prix. I don't even know why we talk about F1 anymore. It's it's over. It's the Verstappen show. By the way, the next race for F1 is long away, October 2nd, because the Russian Grand Prix was canceled because... I wonder why. Nobody likes Russia. Carlos Alcaraz won the U.S. Open men's final over Casper Rudd. Great name, Casper. Love that name. Iga Swiatek won the U.S. Open women's final over Anj Jabour. I watched a lot of U.S. Open, though. I watched none. But I didn't watch the finals between Alcaraz because I knew he was going to beat Casper. Because Alcaraz is... I didn't even know when the finals were on. When were the finals on? Uh, the women's was Sunday. I think the guys was Monday. Thank you, ESPN, for yeah. not letting anybody know. When Nadal wasn't in it, so they probably just thought no one killed. I mean, Carlos Alcaraz took over number one in the world. Yeah, and he's really good. He's, and he's the youngest. He's only 19 years old. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Enjoy some football this weekend. Enjoy college football. Enjoy Bristol. Can't wait. It's Saturday race. Saturday night race. Remember that. I'm the lights. lights. It's going to be a lot of beating and banging. <clears throat> Hopefully there's some fights. Ross Chastain's probably going to get put in the wall and somebody's going to beat the crap out of him. Or he's going to put somebody in the wall and they're going to beat the crap out of him. Yeah, it's probably going to be that way because he likes to take people out. Yeah. Still a great driver, though. So thank you guys for listening. As always, come back here next week. Peace.